Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning on this September 21st. I guess it's the first day of fall, maybe. I'm not quite sure about that, but I believe it is. Anyway, it's September 21st, and welcome. We've got a whole panel and a lot of people wanting to talk, so we'll get to them forthwith and get to them quickly. Just a couple quick things on my part on the panel. Um, I promised Pam I would repeat this story. Saturday, I ordered some things from the grocery store to make chili for Jackie and Jennifer. And I got in a hurry, I guess. And I was cooking along and things were going along just fine. And instead of picking up a can of tomato juice, I picked up a can or the bottle of, they were both in bottles, of 
Jackie's sugar-free coffee creamer at 64 ounces. And I put that in the chili. And, well, needless to say, that was some of the worst chili we ever had. It was quite sweet. And I was quite embarrassed over that. So I got a new pot. I ordered one from Amazon, a stock pot, but a heavy-duty one, and came back, and now we had a great pot of chili last night. So it all works, and I've kind of redeemed myself over that mishap until my next one. I got a T-Fall 8-quart chili maker. It's so seems to be pretty good it's solid and it doesn't get real real hot and you know some stock pots will get a little flimsy up at the top this one doesn't do that and it's a non-stick but you can have all the non-sticks in the world but if somebody cooks in it and they cook at too high a temperature you got a problem but we survived it i've done a few other wrong things this week too so i don't know it's just been one of those weeks pays now, to do the sniff test yeah <laughs> uh, probably of course, i could give you advice bill but you don't want to hear this uh, when in doubt higher out but out of <laughs> yeah but it was done but it's fixed now we got i got a new pot i got a new the chili all came out the ingredients and by the way just for a point of information, not that they're any better or any worse, but I saved eighty dollars by ordering all the stuff and some stuff at Aldi's over Kroger's on Instacart. Now I'm not saying your mileage will be that great every time, but that can save you a little bit of money each time. I'll turn it over to Jennifer. She was a, a victim of the sugar free uh, van, what is it? French vanilla. French vanilla chili. But she <laughs> ate two bowls, so she must have been thrivingly hungry. I was hungry, and if you stirred it up, it wasn't really that bad. It was just a little sweet. I was teased him. I said, if you put a little cinnamon and a few other spices in here, you can have Cincinnati chili. Cincinnati. I don't even think Cincinnati would claim that chili. No, probably not. So you've had a big week. What happened to you this week? Oh, well, I've been making friends with Page Blaster, which is the printer that I embosser that I finally that I finally decided to get and I'm glad I got it. I still uh, I'm not smart enough to connect it to the internet, but that's another story. And I, but it works. It's really fast, and I got all those letters frailed out in probably half the time that it would have taken me if I'd used the other printer. And and the the print is good. They'll be able to read it. So I'm very pleased with it. The print's outstanding on it. The braille the printing part and she can do it relatively fast and is it quiet jennifer uh, no it's not quiet uh, if you've ever heard an index embosser it's about like it is they have something you can get for it but to make it a little quieter like if you're using it in an office or something like that but i'm i did 86 copies of something yesterday and it didn't even get hot 
So that's the latest new addition to her office, and that's all getting that all got done. So um, everybody should be receiving Braille letters, and I've made a database so they're pulling the names and addresses from the database. So that's that's going to be a new thing. Maybe you can at least do that right. But I feel much redeemed today. Okay, listen to to Chris in Pennsylvania. And Dave. And Dave. Um, Not much going on here, just the usual. Um, We're probably going to have some bad storms tonight, so they say. But um, we had parking yesterday, so that was good. And I made chicken spaghetti Sunday and... We're going to have leftovers from that today. And that's about the extent of what's been going on here. Dave's been working on, continuing to work on a brailler that I think he's finally got fixed the way he wants it now. And the key is how long will it last? Well, we don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Bang, bang, bang. They haven't come to get it yet, so. Yeah. So you're just. Put a sign on it. Do not bang on this. Really? <laughs> that always easy. To, that always easy to do. Yeah. Well, if you didn't. Maybe she have, needs an electric one. <laughs> if she didn't bang on it, it wouldn't do any good. Could do like yours and jam up. Jam but up. Anyway, she just quit. So we'll go on to Jeff in New York, and then oh. we'll swing back to Tim. Thank you very much, Bill. So everything is good here in Albany, New York. And I, I can't say that much is really going on, per se, in, in, at least in my life. Everything is good. Uh, and I always have a question, because I, I noticed when QVC, uh, and maybe we can answer that later on, Dave, after you, uh, Bill talks to Tim. You know, whenever I hear the Keurigs on QVC, whenever they, they make them, whenever they demonstrate them, um, you can barely hear them. I think maybe because of the directionality of the microphones. I'm sure they put them in a in a soundproof area because I, when my Keurig makes noise, I mean it, the, the, they're much quieter than when I first got a Keurig years ago. But you can still hear it. But when you when you listen to QVC, you barely hear the Keurig. Doesn't make any noise at all, hardly. Yeah, that's right. They must have it halfway across the room or something. Well, I don't know how they're doing it. Or they put it in a, a, a soundproof box. With, with only- they, they do use some soundproof stuff. Okay, because that's what I was wondering. Because uh, I I hear this curing, but I said, well, I I know it's working because they the guy's demonstrating it, and 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 Dave will take a sip of the coffee. Oh, that's so good. But <laughs> well, ours in Florida is pretty quiet because I, when it's warming up the water, I can barely hear it without my hearing aid on. Well, it is it, pretty quiet. It warms up the water, and then once it's done that, it, it keeps the water at a regular temperature, so it do, you don't hear that noise of it warming the water up at that point. So they've made a change, because my, my original Keurig, every so often you would hear it rewarm the water, and it would make more noise every time it would do it, even if I wasn't brewing anything. But they've changed that. They've improved that over the years. So. Yeah, they have. Yeah, the one's a little noisier here than in Florida, I think, but it's it's what it is, and can hear it, but hey, Jeff, as long as it keeps giving you those cups. You better believe it. That's all that, I care that, about. That's the main thing. 
All right, we'll go over to Tim. Hello, everyone. Good morning, and looking forward to a, a cool day here today after our record-breaking 92 degrees yesterday. Hmm. It was awful. The dew point was 72. And, uh, just uh, a lousy day. I know Jeff likes that kind of weather. I love so the holiday, yeah. Sending it your way. Anyway, except, but, except uh, Tim, I the, the only thing I will do, I will agree with you if it's hot like that, and of course if you don't have air conditioning, and I know that yours is not working right now, um, that would not be pleasant. So I, I agree with you there. Well, yesterday I luckily I cooled the house down to where it was actually kind of chilly in here, just with fans and stuff this yesterday morning, and then by the time yesterday evening was done, it was. It was pretty warm, but it, it we had closed it all up, and now it's very nice. It's 57 degrees. Oh, hopefully that lasts. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to be, uh, it sounds like they're kind of saying that that might be the last hot weather for the year. So... That reminds me, I'm going to take a quick trip out of town today, it looks like. If everything holds right and goes right, it's kind of an emergency. I have to go to protect what's ours, a piece of lake property, and so we'll we'll see what happens. We hope there's no no trouble or anything like that. And my son's going to stop by and pick me up, and we're going up there to near Kalamazoo, a place called Lawton, L-A-W-T-O-N, Michigan. So, How long a trip is it, do you know? It's about a three-hour drive from here, about a three-and-a-half-hour drive. Up, you, up by where, uh, let's see, Paul and Connie. and Connie, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going up there and getting that done. So we'll we'll know a little bit later more during the day. And we're going to get that done. So hopefully that'll turn out okay. And supposed to turn cooler up there tomorrow too. But, we are here tomorrow. It's only supposed to be in the seventies tomorrow. Well, you know, if it's if it's the, that cool here, what's it going to be up there on the lake? Probably about ten degrees cooler. Yeah. So we shall see what we shall see. The other thing is, we've got a piece of software coming for the legend, which is going to bring the legend back from the cloud to the local machines here soon enough. So we should have that fixed pretty soon. Maybe nobody's even noticed a difference. Except when you hear the songs from the cloud, sometimes there's a little pause between them. The music shouldn't be much different, but that. Okay, Jeff, uh, we don't have a guest this morning, so let's just dive right into the phones. Okay, and by the way, just quickly, uh, that, that Navigator thing is in the Dropbox folder, Bill, if you want to use it okay. later on. It's only about eight minutes long. 
Well, anyone who want to talk and raise their hands? Uh, yeah, my God, how quick they are. <laughs> and so I guess we'll start with the ladies first. Oh, just remembering, Jeff, a disclaimer. The opinions of the callers do not reflect the management or the employees or the members of the legend. The person speaking, we cannot guarantee the accuracy of any of their statements. So, take it for what it is. Go ahead, Jeff. All right, Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? I think I did already. You are. Go ahead. Uh, Everything's going well. Uh, That little thing about the um, cooking reminds me of what I did when I was in, um, when I was still living at home. I, uh, was going to put something, I put something in the oven, but I put one thing on bake and the other thing on broil. I had it, I thought I had it on 350. Well, smoke and everything like that, and it was a nice, beautiful January day, so we had to open up all the windows and let the fresh air in. You learn from things like that. <laughs> I, I guess you do. Now, how are you feeling? You were, Last week you were complaining about your diabetes and stuff. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. It's just that, you know, it's it's not the diabetes so much. It's all it's all of it. I mean, the the platelet thing, juggle this and juggle that, and juggle this and juggle that, and it, that's the part I'm I'm doing okay. Very good. You know? Well, we're glad to hear that, Gail. At least you've know. got Wendy to kind of watch well, over. Well, Wendy you. has helped, and and the doctor I have for the platelet thing is is great. I mean, he what I love about him is he'll explain things in plain, simple English. Have you ever noticed with doctors or with uh, um, physician's assistants or whatever that they go into the mode of all the medicalese they can possibly dream up? I don't really have a problem with that, Gail, because I have a, uh, a physician's assistant who works with me, and, she'll, and I'll say, well, now, what does that mean? And, she, and she'll explain it again. I said... And I, I, they put me on a blood pressure medication, uh, lisinopril, and I'm on 40 milligrams rather than 20. It's just, but what happens if 40 doesn't work? Uh, I mean, do we keep raising it to 100 milligrams? I mean, at some point, do we figure out that maybe the lisinopril is not working? And she said that's exactly what we do. You have, you kind of have to learn, and I don't know how to explain this to you any, any other way, is that you have to learn to advocate for yourself and ask the questions of them. They're not going to always tell you. You have to ask them. And then that that's the way I always work in my doctor's case. I've, I've done that myself, but I still, this one particular doctor, this one gal, she really doesn't explain things all that well. well so what I'll do later is I'll talk to Wendy. You know, one of the she, things I learned is that, and, and I don't know, I hate to give Bill all the credit here, because I, I don't want to swell Bill's head from Chicago. But, <laughs> what, but, but he's right about one thing. If your doctor isn't communicating to you, and there's a lady who works on Channel 13 WNYT here who just retired named Benita Zahn, and she has a commercial, and she talks about and she used to talk about health all the time working at that radio, at that TV station. And she would say, if the doctor isn't communicating to you in a way that you can understand, and if the doctor isn't beating your needs, then it's time to find another doctor. And I, I've, I've done that because I had a doctor that, that I didn't like. I don't want to belong to this particular subject, Gail. But that's what if if you're not comfortable with your doctor, there's always other then doctors change. out there. Then, then, then change thing. Then change to another doctor, Gail. That's well, the that's only a good. And thank you for the for the input because we Wendy and I have both been talking about this. And I'm going to say something again and see if we can work this out. But other, you know, I'm feeling great. Everything is fine. 
you know, and she, um, Wendy will tell me, like with my platelet thing, if my hands look like there's bruising or something like that or other things, she'll tell me everything that's going on and do what she needs to do to help. So I have no problem with Wendy at all. All right. Thank you very much, Thank Gail. you very much. I appreciate it. Good. Okay. Thank next, you. Thank you, Gail. Next on our list of uh, of uh, culprits here, I guess it is. I'm not sure if it's a culprit. Can you unmute yourself, Joe? Yes, good. Good morning, worldwide legend to the whole wide world. 66 degrees, partly cloudy skies, up to 85, down to 62 tonight. That is great. And there's so many things I just... Well, anyway, I I actually I actually decided to bring this up. I was I, I was debating back and forth, but anyway, we are uh, negotiating with uh, Netflix to do a movie of my life because of the book. If you can believe this, you're sitting down for this. They want five thousand nine hundred dollars. So that's 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 wild. <laughs> Oh, you would. <laughs> that is, Wait a minute! Uh, they want you to pay them. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're, they're going to produce. They're going to produce the documentary. But, but Joe, I'm not saying you shouldn't do this. But it, do, do you think that if you pay them, that you can get a return on that money? That that's five thousand dollars. That or six thousand, really. Let's get, let's round it off. That 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 is going to be gone. And can you do you think you can recover a return on that? Yeah, actually, the the uh, the other contract on the, on the movie gets ninety percent royalty, so it's it just paying part part of the cost, and, and they would do the other. What what's what's happened here, because it's in in what you call self publishing. This is they they do this with all the movies and the stuff when it's self publishing. When when you're under a major publisher. Then, then they asked them for the other funds, and we're, we're actually on a border of, of a major publisher that, that that my agent got, but that that contract is not ready yet. So it it is it is really really strange. But anyway, um, that's kind of the latest going around here. All right. Well, how's Ellen doing? I'm good. I'm just sitting here, just waiting my turn. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're things are going well around here for the most part, and we just um, plugging right along here. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll publish your book. That five thousand nine hundred dollars would do well for me. I'm just, I'm just kidding around with you guys. No, that, no, that, that, that actually helps. Thank you very yeah, much. That's good. You Somebody were, else you, would you, take you it. Yeah. The medicine. So, have you had any cooking catastrophes, Ellen, that you want to tell us about? Um, there was one time it was a while back, and and where I was putting something in the microwave and I don't know what happened and it started and I could see through the through the door there because it has to yeah. and I could see look I almost started a fire but it didn't actually happen as when I saw the 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 spark I just you know I quickly stopped it opened the door and you know everything was okay but 
Eee, that was a scary time. In, in honor of Bill Sparks. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, I, uh, forgive me if I've told this story before, but I one time I was, I wanted to bake cookies, and for some reason I didn't have any flour, and I had this Braille recipe book, and there was a recipe for these tea cookies, and they didn't call for flour. It was like butter and sugar and eggs and so yeah. I thought, okay, I can make this. And so I baked it like they said to bake it, and it didn't turn into anything. And I thought, well, I've wasted all this sugar and butter. What am I going to do with it? The only thing I had in the house that I could make batter out of was instant cream of wheat, like brown sugar cream of wheat packages. Did it work? Yeah, it did. I put it up in there to make a batter and baked it, and they were supposed to be bars, so it turned into like kind of a heavier cake, but it worked. <laughs> that's when you—that's what you call a you know a funny oof, but you were able to compensate for it. I'll tell you, I'm not really a good cook, but when I was in college, I bought a chicken. My ex-girlfriend said to me at the time. Yeah, can you cook this for me? Uh, you know, because she was working and I I had the day off, and I said sure. So what time do you want me to start to start baking it? And she said uh, she said to me, uh, you know, once you start at about four thirty, I get home and, I'll, and and that's fine. What I didn't realize, and I probably should have realized, Chris, I think you can relate to this, Chris and Dave, is that when you bake the chicken in the chicken, there was the chicken livers in a in a package already prepacked, put the like wrapped up. I didn't realize it. And I'm baking this chicken in the oven. I said, hmm, something doesn't smell right. And my, my girlfriend came home and she said to me, oh, look what you just did. The, 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 you forgot to take the livers out of the chicken. Well, I said, I didn't know you had to take anything out of the chicken. I thought it was just, you know, I thought it was just you just throw it in the baby and bake it. So I learned pretty hard, pretty, pretty fast that you have to check things out before you do that again. Oops. Well, we all have problems. Oh, yeah. And just and keep I, right on rolling. Cooking disasters can be totally fine. Oh, anyway, we got a, a little bit of a errand to run in a little bit, but that's we, we go to Trader Joe's. Now, what you should do, Ellen, is when you go to Trader Joe's, I want you to buy me the following. Are you ready, guys? They're called, oh. <laughs> oh. They're called JoJo chocolate or vanilla sandwich cookies. They are re- they are the best thing. They are really good. You can't. They are good. They're not good for my any diet, of course, and they certainly wouldn't be on any diet at all. But they are really good sandwich cookies. And of course, you got to buy those big candy bars. They uh, they're dark chocolate candy bars. And they they're big square things. Boy, are those good! Oh, and then, well, that would be good. I love dark chocolate. And uh, they have a whole bunch of other things that that are there to trade. They have these. They used to have these lemon cookies that would come in a container. Those are good. So you notice, yeah. I, you notice, I choose all the unhealthy things. Oh, you know the other the other product that we always get. Oh, I don't know if you've seen the cheddar rockets. Yeah, those are good too. Those, are, yeah, we get those too. So. Now the only thing we can't do in New York State at, Tr- at Trader Joe's is they sell wine there. It's called Numchuck, and you can't buy that in New York State. They don't let you sell liquor, at, uh, any alcohol at at, at, uh, at a supermarket at a place like that. So you can't buy any alcohol at Trader Joe's in New York State. Other than that, it's a great place to go to. I love it, and they're really nice there. Yeah, and we get and uh, get good help too. That's Isn't that I mean. a part of Amazon? Yes, uh, no, that's Whole, that's Whole Foods. Oh. 
But they were also pretty good. I didn't like going to Whole Foods because they they refused to help me out in the store itself. But now I can order everything from Whole Foods and Amazon will deliver it to my apartment. So that works out well, too. So oh, there, there you go. go. All, All right, right Joey. Thank, uh, you guys. thank you, guys. And I know you'll be back again. Uh, we do have some other people with raised hands, but thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, I gotta go finish making a breakfast anyway. So. All right, very good. All right, Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, I had to wait a little bit, Jeff, because my head got so big, I couldn't do the phone up to it. That's what I thought. <laughs> now, like I said, about 77 degrees here. It's supposed to rain off and on today. And that, that's that thing with uh, Joe. I don't know if I'd want to invest six thousand dollars in a neck Philip film unless I knew it was really going to take off. Because you invest the money, how you know you're going to get ninety percent back for however they pay you. you know? That is a gamble, Bill. That's something that you have because to. It's a gamble because you know who you know if it's on Netflix, how many people are going to watch it, and then they'll take it off, and you just lose it. That's why I don't go to the casinos very often because I lose every time I go. So. <laughs> yeah, right. And Trader Joe is a German outfit. Yeah, it's in I know. Germany. Right. Yeah, I, okay. I, well, I, I know they were they were asking. I said, well, it's 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 uh, it's a German outfit. I, my daughter and, likes to go there. That's why I also like to go there as well. So yeah, and Aldi Aldi is a cousin to the guy who started Trader Joe's. Yes. Right. So no, I really otherwise not too much going on. Money. We go ahead. I went last last Sunday. Went down to Covington, Indiana to. The beef house and had met my sister and her my niece and her husband and another friend and daughters what is the beef house oh it's a restaurant it's a it's a restaurant and a playhouse where they put on plays and programs and they had a we went down there doing some one of the girls that works there we i know i've met her a few times we've been there and she did a patchy klein tribute she was pretty good she sounded somewhat like her you got to remember, she, she's been gone for since what 1963, almost 60 yeah. years now, and right, right, right. these this girl wasn't even born probably when. No, she wasn't. No, she, when, she's only about maybe. Well, let's see. She's probably. Yeah, she wasn't born yet. She's probably in her early 40s. I imagine maybe late 30s, because she's a. Uh, she works for, um, oh, what is she? She's one of the IT instructors at uh, one of the high schools near there. And I forget she said, but I forget it was. So she's, she's got to probably be at least close to in her mid, mid-30s, right? Well, she's got to be because she, she has a 16-year-old daughter. So if you figure that, she must be well, in her mid-30s, early 40s, right? I'm but sure she... she... Good thing. She, she just had a piano player. Play, player, you know, and she sang. But I'm sure she does a good job. Full. Yeah. Place, the place was full. Is that yeah. that Covington Steakhouse? Yeah, Covington is called the Beef House. Oh, well, there's, there's, it's called the yeah. Beef House. It's right off of 74. There, exit one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, they've got they've got a big restaurant. Plus, they have the area where you do the buffet and the and the uh, stage and the shows and that. Bill, you spent so much time in Indiana, you might as well move to Indiana. Oh, that's, <laughs> well, that's where I'm originally from, so I know I'm way around there. So, <laughs> But, yeah, we have been down there a lot because my, my niece and my sister said, you guys ought to move down here. I said, yeah, right. Or they said you ought to move to Shipshawana. 
I got a friend over in Shipshawana that her, her and her husband, they they keep telling me they ought to buy a house over there and then use it for bed and breakfast. Well, uh, you know, come when I go there and then he'll rent it out for bed and breakfast. Right? The funny thing is, I know about Shipshawana because that's where I bought my computer with, from the company that built computers. So the, the company went out of business a long, few, many years ago, but they bought they oh, built yeah. me a computer and it works great. So I mean, uh, so I know. Oh yeah, that right, was, right, right. Oh. That was in Shipshawana, Indiana. So, right, yeah. And it, it's strange because if you stop and really think, Shipshawana—that's a big Amish community. Now the town itself—I mean, it, it runs pretty much by the Amish. In other words, everything closes up by. Five six o'clock at night. Nothing's open on Sunday. There's no uh. liquor. There's no liquor in the. There's no liquor stores. No liquor sold in the town. Hmm. Uh. And in fact, the um, now you go to the to Blue Gate. I think they. Yeah, there you can you can have liquor in the building if you bring it in. Now I usually stay at the one called the Farmstead. That's I know that's. That is actually run by the Amish. It's really Amish. It's really clean. I mean, they almost backing your footsteps up when you walk through the hallway. They're, they keep it going. I mean, it's got a basketball court, a, 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 a seventy, I think it's a seventy-foot pool, a kids' pool, tennis court. They got I think ten or twelve acres with a big pond and fountains, and walking paths, and a museum about the. The Amish history. From the and do they Amish have all the Amish food? There. Do they have all the Amish foods there as well, like the shoe oh, fly yeah, pie? Yeah, they have, and, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. And then of course we always go to the Blue Cape buffet. It's, it's uh, sixteen dollars all you can eat. And I mean they they put out. I mean you can you can sit. We, I went there before at four thirty in the afternoon. And didn't leave till seven o'clock for an eight o'clock show. Wow! Just sit there and you know, just just keep going back and eating and eating. And all the stuff is really fresh. I mean, you go to the you get to the salad bar. I mean, it's not it's not like the lettuce was from the day before or the tomatoes were sliced. Everything is sliced right that day. Anything left over, they I don't know what they do with it. They give it to very good, Bill. Yeah. Uh, we do have someone waiting, so I don't want to have her right. wait forever. So thank you very I know you'll be back, so don't. All right, Julie, can you unmute yourself, We'll be please? calling you, Bill. So. All right, go ahead, Julie. Yes. Well, I sure wish we had a Trader Joe's in Topeka. I had never been to one, but I heard my sister talk about shopping at one, and I had heard of it heard such good things about it from people on For the People that I wanted to go and see it one time when we went to Des Moines. And we had somebody who was so nice to show us around. And since we were coming back to Kansas, we couldn't really get a lot of stuff. But um, we got these wonderful chocolate almond cookies. Oh, yes. And it's getting about the time when they should be having those out. I don't think they have them all year, but... Um, and just for the heck of it, you know, because they said they didn't sell anything online. Um, however, I did call and got a gift certificate for my sister one Christmas and from there. And, um, but I found what I think were some of those cookies. I didn't go ahead and order them, but I found some on Amazon. You know, be very careful with Amazon because there are Trader Joe's products on Amazon, but they're people who are reselling them. And the oh. cost is 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 a much higher than it would be had you bought them at Trader Joe's. So, I'm just I'm just giving you a little advice. If it says that's Trader, a, 
No, I did not go ahead and order them that time. So, yeah. They're trading on Instacart here, aren't they? No. Trading Joe's. Don't they have a website that you can order from? or No, they don't. They, they, they do not do that. That's not their no, business. No, they don't model. do that. Mm-mm, they don't do that. Well, and, aren't uh, they in California, or where are they at? Well, now they're all over, but they, they first started out, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they started out in California years ago. Uh, but they're all over the country. They're, they're Trader Joe's. My nephew was the one that told me about them originally, when, and he's, he was living in New York City, and he loved Trader Joe's. Yeah, it seems like a really great place. And I also got something interesting, some some dehydrated broccoli. You can kind of eat it like chips, except the green stuff gets all over. Oh, no, thank you, Julie. I, I'll, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> I don't know. They might do the same thing. They might dry those um, lima beans out and do that, you know, kind of roast it for something. <laughs> thank you, Julie. Well, by the way, my daughter, and they do have this, and I know they have this because I tried it. You can buy, she likes seaweed, and they have seaweed that's dehydrated, and you can eat the seaweed, and she loves it. And it's healthy for you, but I just don't like it. I mean, she likes it. So, so I, you know, each to his own, right, Julie? Oh, yeah. Well, the seaweed, now I had some seaweed once when I was in college, but it's awfully salty. As, or I, that's what I found it to be. But. <laughs> So, sushi is kind of wrapped, I think, a little, sometimes in some kind of a seaweed stuff, but there's not enough to make much difference. It is. I don't like sushi that much either, but my daughter, she she loves those California rolls from the Japanese restaurant, and she likes the sushi stuff. She, I call my daughter a foodie. Um, she likes all the expensive foods. I'll go to I'll go to Outback Steakhouse, and she'll want the lobster and steak. Well, I'll just have a steak, you know. So, yeah. but you know what? She's young. She's 15. She's living life, and I'm I'm trying to be there for her because I'm much older I'm much older when I became a dad with her so I I don't have a problem with that that's all I can say yeah, about it. for sure yeah so yeah. anything else going on Julie <laughs> oh yeah we've had a lot going on we've had a situation some situations with our building and we're trying to kind of bring things to a head with that so I've been on the phone with anyone I can get to talk to me and I called the Pioneer Group, um, I guess that was yesterday, and they owned the building. And um, so I asked them how, you know, how often they look over their properties, and they said, well, we have management teams that take care of the properties. And then I kind of went on from there, and when I said something about possible black mold in a couple of the apartments, that kind of got us attention. <laughs> I had a problem like that in my apartment in, in my in my bathroom, and it was caused by a leak from the uh, guy above me. And it took and they wouldn't respond to it to get it off the ceiling. My cleaning lady was always able to do it, and she used um, I forgot what it was. It was uh, I forgot the name of the bleach. She used uh, something like that, but but it worked. Um, and and then it came back again. And I, and I finally told my apartment manager, and what he did is they replaced the whole ceiling. They actually tore out the ceiling right to the studs, put a whole new ceiling in. And and fixed it for me, and now I've, I haven't had the problem ever since. So, you got to be persistent with these owners, uh, Julie. Oh yeah, and and uh, but yeah, that that kind of got his attention, and and um, I'm sure they'll try to explain it away. But somebody had moved out of this one apartment because you know 
Well, and I think their, their doctor gave them a statement so they could move to a different apartment in the building. And, um, and But they went ahead and moved somebody else in there, and they've noticed it, too. So, um, but they're, they, they are managing lots of apartments in the city and not, don't have the staff or the wherewithal to take care well of any of them. And so that's just kind of the situation. Yes, but they want that money when you have to pay the rent. Well, see what they did. Uh, when we got back from, from Des Moines, there were letters in many people's boxes uh, wanting wanting rent or saying they owed it. Some of the people didn't owe any rent at all, and they were still trying. They But they said they were using a new system, and they just kind of did this mass mailing to all their properties. And um, so we got Ralph's situation straightened out, but he felt like we're kind of paying for their mistake. And I said, well, that may be, but, you know, they can't keep the stuff fixed if they don't have the money, if they they made that kind of a mistake. And so, basically, they didn't take the right out. They took didn't take enough out of Ralph's bank account for their rent. That was on them. But, but, you know, that's just kind of the way they they roll and do business. And so... Um, we're trying to see it. We're trying to see if we can get it straightened out. Well, very good, Julie. Thank you very much, and, and we always appreciate whatever, whenever you come into the coffee club with all the contributions you uh, provide. Thank you, Julie. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. We, we don't have anyone else who has a raised hand, but if there are anyone else who would like to come in and, uh, and talk, they're willing to raise their hands and come in. We certainly would appreciate that. And what's the phone number for the coffee club? It's 646-876-9923. 646-876-9923. And when you're asked for a meeting ID, 287-723-4600. And it's going to ask you for another ID and just hit the pound key twice and you're Lynn like Flynn. So You're famous for that. That's right. I'm famous for those words. So. I'm willing to tell you, we're going to be talking about this a little bit today, and we're going to ramp it up next month, and hopefully we'll get somebody from Envision America on here. We've been talking back and forth in the mail, and that is Safety Awareness Month coming up next month, and that's, you know what, one of my pet peeve is, is accessible prescriptions. So we're going to be talking about that and to make sure that anybody that wants an accessible prescription, rather it be with using um, their particular program. Let's see. I keep forgetting the name of it. Um, Chris, what's the name of the program you use on your iPhone? The uh, that's Script Talk. Uh, Script Talk, or even the CVS when they're owned by the, they're made by the same people. Whatever the case may be, and to make sure that you can have accessible prescription labels. And one of the th- tips that I'm going to share with you today is they say, every time that your pharmacist hands you a bottle that's been labeled, be sure to thank them for that. You know, we, we're pretty insistent and pretty demanding sometimes. You know, we need to have this labeled or whatever, but it's also nice to thank them for their work. 
and even let the, you know the stores know exactly how much you appreciate them doing that and making those things accessible for you. And it's important, and even if you, maybe you only take one prescription, but if you know that that service is available and you're visually impaired, it's a, it, it helps if you ask for it, because the more people that ask for it, then they're aware that there's a need. It's just like if there's any other accessible billing or anything else, if you ask for it, then people are made aware that there's a need for it. Because if nobody asks for it, they say, well, that's an expense I don't need. You're right. And I'm not against the stores that don't do it. But fortunately, they're becoming the exception. And those stores will be excluded out. You know, I don't know how they cannot do it. Okay, Gail, you got your hands raised. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, Gail. You're, you're you're unmuted. Go ahead, Gail. Um, what about the accessible voting? Just a question: Where would I, or how would I find out, or get information about accessible voting? Well, if your county, what county are you in in Minnesota? Um. Uh. Well, let's see. What's Soft Rapids? Uh, Hennep- Um, not Hennepin. Benton County. Okay. What I would suggest is you want to contact your Benton County Office for Elections or the Board of Elections and find out what's available for accessible voting. Because you okay. gotta start you gotta start somewhere. Or you go to Google and you contact or look for accessible voting in Minnesota. Because there's okay. gonna be a page that's dedicated to it. Okay, and, and, and I think our government center there's a government built uh center in Sock Rapids. I could always call someone over there probably too. Well, I mean I would look it up on the internet as well. I mean that's they yeah. may not they may not know on the phone. But st- well, why have why go over to the government center if you can first look it up on Google? Right. No, there's no problem with the right. suggestion and I appreciate that. I was just right. kinda of wondering. And yeah. also it was my birthday this past Monday. Monday, yes. Gail's birthday was, and we talked about it yesterday. And Tim did something to celebrate it on Monday. But more importantly on this voting, also, if you're involved with the NFB, check with them to see what they're doing in the state of Minnesota or, like Jeff said, your local election board to get to get that done, too. Thanks a lot for the help. Or if you want to go the day of the election, most places, even like the early voting centers, a lot of places have accessible machines. If they plug them in, if they plug them in, or if they want to or don't do what happened to me in Naples and said, well, his kind doesn't come in too often. I'm not sure what my kind is. That's terrible. I'm not sure what my kind is, but still. That kind of a statement, though, is very much uncalled for. Well, you know, but but, but if I remember, didn't you get to vote at some point, Bill, at that? I forgot if if you did. Well, I had to vote by because... Because he yelled out, you are voting for Trump, right, right, right? And then that's when I said, get another election judge over here right now. I right. agree. I Nobody totally should tell me who I was going to vote for. So, that's right. So um, we got it straightened out. But 
the the point is they couldn't get the the voting going so i might have been better off to call the election board to let them know I was coming, and like I told that guy, I didn't appreciate those comments. Of course not. Um, but, you know, you just have to roll with it. But I didn't like the comments, his kind. Well, you should, should have let them know in that district because the judges are supposed to, or the stewards or whatever they are, are supposed to make sure somebody knows how to use the accessible machine. Well, you know where that is. That's right down at the bottom at the 1%. I know, but I got lucky and I went over when I voted because I didn't think that I was sure they probably wouldn't have one and ours worked fine. Yeah, and if if they work fine... So I think Bill's got something to say here. Bill number three. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bill. Unmute yourself. Yeah, that's that's called uh, what do they call that? Electioneering, and he should have been fired and let go. And actually, voter right intimidation. Then. Actually, he could be right. prosecuted. That's a, that is actually a federal offense. Right. It is because they're not. They're, in fact. You know, that ain't supposed to stand within, what is it, 100, 100 feet or 100 yards for a polling place and hand out literature for one of the candidates. Well, you can't even wear, too. you can't even go okay. and vote yourself and wear a T-shirt or anything that supports one candidate right, or another. Right. So I don't see right, how right, right, right. somebody that actually works there can get by with that. I was really mad. I knew I could get that changed, but I was really mad when he said my kind, you know, but I just oh, yeah, rolled my on. My kind, that, that, that's something else. That's, that's, that's really, I'd, I'd have gotten mad at that one, too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pure discrimination. <laughs> right. So. Well, the, the Florida governor's in trouble right now anyway, so. Well, let's not even go there because he may not, nothing. May, he may never get prosecuted on this bill. I can tell you oh, that yeah, right now. Oh yeah, he may now. never. But I mean, it, you know, just, I'm not going there. But I mean, that's just, that's right. But no. But you've got to be careful when you go in. But it wouldn't hurt Gail to do a little bit of homework and call down oh, yeah, to see about down, right. accessible oh, one. Go another ahead. real thing, quick. I was watching Sunday night. Well, on PBS here. It was Sunday night, last night, the night's the last hour. It's a Ken Burns, I don't know if you saw it advertised, called the U.S. and the Holocaust. I saw the advertisement for it, but I I never got to see it, but I know it's going to be available. uh, uh, Oh, well, you can get it, I think you can get it online also, because I I looked up the the Channel 11 here, and I think it's... I know he did good on that country music last year or two ago. Remember during the pandemic? But I'll tell you... It is, it is really, really interesting and historical correct. I mean, yep. the guy, the guy, I saw him on, I think he was on Stephen Colbert the other, the night before. I have, he was going to be on, I watched it to see, and it took him 10 years to make that documentary about the U.S. and the Holocaust. I mean, they got actual films and uh, voices of people that, that uh, made comments on that during that time in the United States and different places. And, you know, Hitler, Hitler based his whole thing on the United States. Because whenever they'd ask him something, he'd say Mississippi. And what he meant was because the way the United States had treated uh, people in slavery and that was the same I can thing. Rank, so I happen to be Jewish, Bill, and I can relate to that. Okay. 
Oh yeah, I mean you you can you you really enjoy it, uh, Jeff. You want to watch it? It's really it's really historic. It goes back from well, it starts out in the United States way back. It's a history, and then it gets into it starts in Germany about well, right just before Hitler, and then when Hitler comes into power, right. and it goes from there. And Great. last night was really something. The second part's really something. I got to see the third part tonight. But man, last night that'll be very good. Right. How anybody let anybody get away yeah. with that stuff? You know? No, and but, I think that that won't happen now. Hopefully, um, but but when you want, but when I watched it, the first go around last night wasn't quite much. But the first go around, uh, they showed some of the stuff here that was going on back in the '30s and '40s. That, is really somewhat going on today. It's not as bad, but it's going on. It's just there, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, it happens, and like I said, I took it in stride, but just be careful of it and mindful of it. You know, I, I oh, never... Oh, yeah, right. I mean, it's, right. It's, 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 it's history. You know, I mean, it's history, but I mean, you got to... Right. It was just, it's just an interesting show. I don't know if it might be interesting. Right. I think we will. And I think the other thing is, is that on PBS? Is that where yeah, the... Yeah, PBS, right. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. PBS. Now... But, but uh, I googled in Ken Burn U.S. Holocaust. And right. You can, you can watch it online also. Yeah, I mean everything he does is pretty good. He's done some things on jazz, on jazz music as well, right. which, oh, I, yeah. which I have really enjoyed as well. Right. So. The other point we're going to make, and Bill, thank you. The other point we're going to make is about this medical awareness. Is when you go to your doctor's office, educate your doctor, the assistant, what do they call them, physician's assistant or nurse, about prescription labeling and how important it is and how they can share this with maybe some of their parents, parents, well parents too, but some of their patients who live alone and or in a facility or someplace like that. So be sure to do that. Okay, Jeff, I think we've got some more. Bill, I'm going to mute you, but I know you'll be back in later. Karen out there in the beautiful Knoxville, Tennessee. Can you unmute yourself, please? Hello. Hey, Good Karen. morning. We haven't Hello. heard from you in a while. What's going on? Well, I watched that Sunday night. Um, here, instead of audio description, when I tried to get that, uh, was Spanish. Mm. Well, that is a problem because there is no there is no two or three different channels for audio description, Karen. Oh, no, they have to choose. But they uh, PBS was really quite braggadocious about how they provided audio description for uh, a lot of their TV or a lot of their programming. Well, I can tell you from experience here at Albany, New York, and we have Channel Seventeen, which is a PBS station. And I have a Fire TV. It does. It's good. It's capable of getting that channel with audio description. The cable company here, which is Spectrum, supports audio description, and they are they are quite lax. I, I think the funding for a lot of audio description has gone away, and that's why you're not seeing it as much on PB, on the public broadcasting stations, Karen. Well, yeah. The I just. It's too bad. I think. I could get a DVD or or get it maybe online. Uh, I was really disappointed in the country music 
uh, well, I, I enjoyed the series, okay? That's not it. Uh, but on the TV, on air, it didn't provide the audio description. Well, how much audio description do you think you would need for that program, Karen? Because they're just singing, you know, basically. What? 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 No, I know, I know. But when people are quoted with audio description, it gives you the name of the person, and you don't always know. And maybe there's the action scenes going on a little bit that you might not be yeah. able to tell what's going on. It's not going to hurt. No, it, it doesn't hurt. And I, that's <laughs> and after Sunday night, uh, I didn't watch it anymore this week uh, because of that very thing. Now maybe that's <laughs> you know maybe that's obstinate on my part, but if I feel that strongly, you know, I was getting more and more uh, perturbed may I say, at the fact that that wasn't available. Well, maybe you should write your congressman to complain about it. Uh, because if, if we, I, I might. I might. I've I'm, met the congressman I currently have. And I'm not saying it's so. going to work, but I mean, it, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> no, it doesn't hurt. Uh, I just thought I'd make that comment since Bill brought up that it's a good series, and I'd like to see it. Uh, and I think, well, my friends got a, a copy, either that or they looked it up online and they um, they said there was description. I think you can, things like that, a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever it is, I think there is description track that you can uh, find. It must be up to the cable providers and things, because I know Comcast, usually, if there's audio description available, you can usually get it from them. Same thing with, with Spectrum yeah. here, at least at least here. And, and to show you what I mean, Karen, with audio description, if there's a storm, and I happen to like to watch the Weather Channel occasionally, and if they're talking about a storm alert in our area, and I hit the SAP button or the audio description or the DVS button, but it's a secondary audio channel. That's what they call it on yeah, the spectrum. Yeah, secondary audio programming. Um, it, the Weather Channel will actually display, uh, will have a computerized voice audibly telling me what's happening on the screen for those weather warnings for Albany, New York. And what, what, what freaked me out even further was that I went, went to Channel 6, which is WRGB in Schenectady, New York, and they did the same thing. So there are at least two channels that are providing that kind of description, Karen. That, now, that's pretty cool. And, and if you our want, channel. Mm-hmm. And if you our, want, our weather channel does it. And if you want audio description, one of the best networks i found that has audio description is CBS. They, a lot of their shows. Yeah. Right. And they've added a oh, whole yes. bunch more this year, too. CBS. They have. Um, I watch Young Sheldon that has audio description. Now, that's a great uh, show. It is. And uh, also, uh, I watch, uh, I've gotten to where I watch Ghosts. And there's a medical drama. I don't know if they're going to have that again this season, but Good Sam. And they uh, got descriptions. It was mid-season, but they got them. I know what you're thinking. Are you thinking of The Good Doctor? No, it's Good Sam, and it's about 
No, good doctor on ABC. Our ABC affiliate uh, doesn't have anything. Uh, well, I know, I know that that I know that for a fact that that one is audio described because it's our channel here in Albany, New York has it. That's channel ten WTEN. So, and I like that 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 series. I don't I, know how up to date it is now, but I know the ACB has a list on their what is that on their website? Uh, ADP. Uh, I think it's ACB. Uh, slash ADP.org or yeah, and they're supposed uh, to have a listing ACB. of all of the most current ones when they're trying to keep it up to date. I'll tell you what shows I like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Med. All yeah. are audio described uh, or video described, I guess they call it. And CSI, I love the CSI, CSI Miami, CS. My favorite is, yeah. is my favorite is CSI. I believe it's CSI Los Angeles. And I know that's definitely audio. Uh, that definitely has descriptive video. And yeah, and NCIS. NCIS, that's another one I like. I like the original. Fox. Uh, Fox is a very good network. That's another one. Uh, I was just going to say that. That's yeah, another 911, one. 911, and there's another. 911 is, is described, and 911 Lone Star, and their show, The Resident, is described. Well, uh, I see, which, Karen, uh, you're, you are a TV addict, aren't you? <laughs> well, I like uh, there. I like good TV. Uh, some of my favorite programs on uh, on TLC are becoming audio described, which I really like. Now, what shows do you like? Uh, the, the the show I like, and my sister hates it because of what I of what I went through. She, I love the show Hoarding Buried Alive, but she hates that show. <laughs> oh, they had that I, in the I have watched trivia. That. I don't. I don't think it's described, but I do watch that sometimes. You don't need too much description but, with that one, believe me. Let me tell no, you. No, you don't. <laughs> I like the uh, one. Also, mm-hmm. go ahead, Jennifer. I like the one when they have the the. I can't remember the name of the show, but I think it's on Discovery, maybe or one of those. When they have the storage wars, and they go into these storage lockers and. And that's somebody, the name of it. I think Story that's A and E. And they and they pick <laughs> one of these lockers, and nobody knows what's in it, and people are going to buy it and yes. pay a big price for it, and they open it up, and it's nothing but junk. <laughs> well, that that's certainly true. But that's, I mean, I'll tell you what I like, Jen, uh, Karen, and I know it's not audio described necessarily, but if you like certain channels, there are certain channels on the cable. If you have cable. There's a channel called mm-hmm. Reels. Uh, I believe I believe it's R- I like that. R E E L Z. R E E L Z. But they, yeah, what they do right. every it's their their specialty is everything dealing with crime and stuff like that. And I love cops. Cops Reloaded. Yeah. I like jail. I like uh, there's a whole yeah, like mo- they have most shocking in the they have another one that's called uh, it's called I believe it's called Live on Patrol or something of that nature. On Patrol Live. On it's Patrol. on Friday and Saturday night. That's right. <laughs> with, with Dan Abrams hosted. So I, Dan we, Abrams. You ought to come over to my house. We watch the same TV shows, Karen. <laughs> Boy, that sounds like. Well, a... I just wanted to make that comment about the audio description. I'm sure there is description. It's just that you'd have to download the series or or. Buy a DVD of it. Well, 
Again, some of the problem is that your local station is not necessarily doing it. And the rules on, on audio descriptions talk about the top 70 markets, and you may not be in one of those markets. So they, they may not be breaking any rules. I know that they have to be rewritten, and they haven't been so far. And, uh, Tim, I, I know yeah. that you're involved with the NFB. Do they just, just – I'm, I'm, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Do they, do they have a video description project? Do they, do they talk about that at, at all by chance? They've, they've talked about it quite a bit with uh, – Things, and there was a lot of work done to get, uh, for one thing, stations to provide warnings and weather alerts and things like that. Um, because a lot of times, you know, they have the beeps that come up and they just show it on the screen. Yeah. Well, I, I know with, the, I, with Spectrum, whenever there's a weather alert like that, it doesn't matter what channel you're watching. It's on every channel, and it, and they make it as loud as possible to make sure that you can hear that weather alert. They, well, the, and have you ever have you ever watched a channel where they interrupt the audio for the weather alert, and for some reason they never get the audio for the show? I've on. had that happen. Yes, very I've had annoying. This happen. Yeah. Oh, don't you know why that happens, Jennifer? Because you haven't paid your cable bill, so they're punishing. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I, uh, well, Jen- I just wanted to make that comment. And uh, thanks for uh, letting me spout, you know, letting me vent. <laughs> we never hear, we don't hear from you a lot, Karen, so it's always good hearing you on here. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. And do you guys like, do you like your TV speakers or do you want speakers on your TV while you're watching these described shows or shows? Ooh, that's a tough question because I, I plug my 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 TV sometimes into my Sonos speakers because if you plug it into one speaker, you hear it in stereo on both on both channels. But I don't really, I don't have a problem with the speakers on the Fire TV. They're, they're not the best, but they certainly aren't the worst. They they are they are pretty good speakers. Like I said, they're not Sonos speakers, but they are good. Um, so for me, I don't have a problem with that. So that, that that's just how I feel. But but. And of course, uh, some of the I think Tim, I think your cable box maybe it doesn't anymore. You, you don't you have uh, uh, RCA outs on your cable box that you can patch that into a stereo? Maybe they, maybe they're not doing well, that anymore. I'm not sure if they're doing it because we had to get a different one. The original one they came up with. I mean, the one that they sent us first was one of the new ones that are real little, and all they do is all they have is. Um, I believe it's two HDMI outputs, and uh, and so I would have had to have bought an adapter for it to convert it for my old equipment. Which um, so did you keep the box? Or did you get rid of it? Oh, we got we got the new one. I mean, we got a a different one that has the RCA out, and it's way bigger than the. Does that also have the H- does it also have the HDMI as well? Because I know yeah. my converter box does. It has RCA and HDMI as well. So. Yeah, it does. The one that we had with Comcast was a big box, but it didn't. You could use stereo, but it wouldn't support surround sound if you were using the the talking part of the box. No, that's that's one thing that does go away if you turn it on then you lose the ability for surround sound. 
it's never a perfect world when you're dealing with this stuff. Believe me, it's just never a perfect world. But no, but I it's, still have it's, my Roku hooked up. But I want to. I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to get rid of it because I don't. I don't. Ever, I don't ever use it anymore. I cannot stand that speech on the Roku. No, please, don't even get me going. On that is <laughs> some of the worst. That's kind of like up there with that. Somebody was doing a demo the other day of of eloquence or of nvda and they were using that e-speak i'm sorry but if you really want to put your product in a good foot forward you don't use that e-speak i guess they think it's cool but it sure doesn't sound cool and they could have used the ibm voices which is what which is tim i know you use that and i use that so and they work quite well yeah and don't know, but I will say they're great, and they can use other things. And right now, there's some good voices in Narrator too. In Windows 11, there's some real, real good voices. Oh, that one lady you had on the other day. What was her name? She's I really forgot, good. but she was really good. So there are good voices out there. And surround. Even the printer has a pretty good voice. Yeah, the printer has a voice on it. The real printer has a voice for you. It does the menus. What does it? What does it say? To read the menus, Jennifer. What does it say? When it, you, when... it reads the menu and it'll tell you like if you're out of paper or if the paper gets jammed, and it'll tell you your IP address, the printer's IP address if you need that. And well, yeah, because when you're going to hook it up to the the internet that you have to know that kind of stuff yeah. so i get that i thought it was going to tell you like jennifer like it's going to say jennifer i'm working too hard i want to raise <laughs> what might <laughs> but it does talk you through the menus and things like that you know jennifer one day i keep telling you that you're going to kill me because i give you such a hard time all the time and we have Mike Loff is in here, so I know that you're here, Mike, and I know that you probably have words of wisdom for us. And uh, I know you have words of wisdom for us. Can you unmute yourself and say hello? Uh, I think I am. Hold on. You are unmuted. Yeah. Oh, okay, very good. Words of wisdom. Well, I guess as far as the NBDA thing, well, I think we all hate eSpeak. The U.S. is actually the minority audience for that. It's it's a worldwide global software so eSpeak supports all those multiple voices I guess but I, I don't know it seems like I tried to broker something to purchase Eloquence for that but it was a couple thousand more than I had at the time That's back when I was working at the Better Business Bureau and had some spare change but anyway um, words of wisdom I just read if anyone hasn't read this I highly recommend it it's called Louis Braille Windows to the World it's on Bard. It was just amazing. I really did not know uh, his life. It's just a very fascinating book. And I went that the way blind people are treated, realize how far we've come. But that actually maybe in some third world countries, blind people still live that way. Uh, you know, where they, if you're blind, you're kind of outcast. And if you're lucky, you're stored in a room or you, you become a beggar, or, you know, because there was no opportunities. There was no literacy and how Braille really didn't even come into being until two years after he passed. It's a very fascinating book. I encourage people to read that. Um, and then I also read the book about Tommy Matola. Jeff, you probably know who he is. And um, that was uh, 
Very interesting. You definitely find that interesting, all about the music biz and a lot of New York stuff. So I know Jeff will Yeah, I know. Well, I'll definitely have to read that because I haven't read that yet, but I know I know who Tommy Mottola is. Right, but that's a, that's a very good book. Um, so, yeah, just going to these reading spells because I have to uh, make sure I get in seven hours a day. So sometimes if I can't sleep, I just wear my facial mask and read. So doing more reading. Other than that, well, I can't think what else is going on. Just the usual yeah. stuff. Getting ready for convention, convention, convention. Seems like all I'm doing. Getting all those little parts and pieces in place. But uh, We've been talking about uh, medical safety monks next month and, you know, the accessible prescriptions, accessible voting. Gail asked about it in Minnesota. And then we've also, what else have we talked about? Oh, describe audio on television and how sometimes it, you can't use surround sound with descriptive audio. No, that's very common. A lot of, very few of them actually can you have, very seldom can you have both surround sound and uh, described audio. But you know what's even worse, though, Mike, is when you have described audio... And the audio is in the right channel, and they and the and the regular stuff is in the left channel. That's the worst. I, oh, I I've never it. I've never even seen that. I don't think. Yeah, um, on one of the channels on our cable, it used to be that way. I don't think it is that way anymore, but it used to be that way. So uh, that's not good. Oh, and I want to thank you very, very much because I, I put it in the Dropbox for Bill if he wants to use it. Um, is navigating uh, the internet. Lots of shortcut keys. It was an eight-minute video that you sent me from NBDA from the point of view of NBDA and Jaws. Do you remember right. Me? Yeah, that was real useful. A lot of people don't realize when they in their web browser, there's a lot of hot keys you can hit and jump you to the specific parts of that page that are relevant for you. And, and quickly uh, and for you and learning how to use it. And now that's assuming that the page is going to be set up correctly. Well, <laughs> even though some pages don't have headings or tables, they're almost always is links and, you know, buttons and edit boxes. So... And at least in Jaws, if you want to, if you want to jump to the, the, the YouTube play and pause control, you may have to use the uh, pass-through key command, which is insert and the number three, and then you hit K, and it'll play the video that you want to get to, and you hit, or, and, or, or, you, or if you're playing a video, it'll pause and pause the video. And there are really nice little features on that, and headings come at different levels, so uh, there's like six one. different levels, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and, and that really Right, so that was that was useful to me. I did not know that, that if you hit three, it jumps you right to the skips you past all the ads to the first actual relevant search result, so that one's a real time saver for me. That, that's and, uh, there's a lot of times Now, somebody needs to educate me what is the proper keystroke if I'm working with NVDA, and I've been doing that a lot lately, but I want to find something on the page. I can't do a control F like JAWS. Yeah, it's, it's uh, whatever, insert or NVDA key control F. Yeah, insert control F. That's the Yeah, NVDA. insert control F. I don't know why they, do, why they don't standardize that. Is there some reason that they don't? But that's how you do it with NVDA. Yeah. Uh, insert control F. Insert. As a matter of fact, if you listen to that video, Bill, um, she point she mentions that on the in the video itself as well. Yeah, it's it's a big difference to be able to find something on the page. You might want to find an occurrence of a word, and then you could hit F three, which is a standard type thing. And I'm also learning with this new laptop, there are various configurations and things you can do with those 
function keys up there. In one of them, it's it's all about compromise and changing. I can hit the F7 or F6 key and can turn my volume up and down anytime I want to. But if I know that I really need to get to use one of those function keys as some various function keys, I can hold down the FN key, which is always next to the control key, hold that down and press that key, and that will emulate the Alt-2, Alt-1, if, if something you know, needs to be done. Yeah, now there's um, a lot of laptops do that, but that you could actually have that with a little help from your friend Greg or someone. You could actually change that in the BIOS so it works the opposite. Right, so the you function can change the that in the, right, in, the, in the BIOS. But I decided I like my volume keys to where I can slide them up and down real quick. That's just a personal thing. No, exactly. And it always depends on which keys you're using, because to me, F4, because of Alt F4 and, you know, F10. Well, Alt F4 works as it should. Oh, that's interesting. They mix it. They mix it. They mix it. Alt F4 works as it should. Well, then maybe that's an F5. That would be one I'd want to because I'm doing so many page refreshes and stuff. But that's neat that they mix it. That's cool. Um, so they mix it. But if I really need that F5 done, I just hold down that um, FN, F5. FN, yeah, right. FN, right, F5. Control, yeah. You know, that will... That will, that will do that, and that works. Fine. Well, sharp keys could remap something like that if you wanted, or, but um, well, it can, it can. Sharp keys can. I'm using it for the application key. You know, I'm a big application key person, and ninety-five percent of these computers don't have the application key anymore. Well, they have it in the trackpad. Um, yeah, so or someplace. Hit the bottom right of the trackpad. Yeah. Emulate the application key. Some work that way and some don't. So. And I know that people don't, don't, don't realize this, and I didn't realize it until I looked on Amazon yesterday. Let's say you have a, you, you, you really want to use the draws key commands, and sometimes the keyboard isn't really compatible. You can buy. And I didn't realize that they still made them. I thought they were out of style years ago. But if you really want to, you can buy a numeric keypad that goes into your hooks into your USB device or port, I should say, and it, and it does work. Uh, but that's not for everyone. But uh, but I had one years ago on a laptop, and it, and I lost it years ago. But you can still buy them. I didn't realize you could. You know, most I've, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. No, I said I haven't used one of those since I had the Odeck Talk, and that's the the keyboard that came with it. Right. And we're going and way back there, but. Most good power users of JAWS or NVDA swear you don't need that number pad, and they go on without it, especially in JAWS and NVDA where you can use the caps lock as a modifier. I don't usually miss the number pad, but what I always forget is the what if you're on a laptop, what makes the JAWS cursor and the PC cursor? Oh, uh, you can hold down that function key and press. Maybe it's the function key, or the um, the insert key for definite. And the letter P will turn on the JAWS cursor, and the one below will turn on the PC cursor. Now I'm not sure about the virtual cursor, 
because I haven't done that in a while, but I think I could figure it out. Yeah, they're calling them scan curses now. I don't quite understand that, but... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but... No, they, they've they started something in the new JAWS, the JAWS beta, where they you hit the letter Y and it finds these blocks or occurrences or whatever it makes trying to make doing a page more navigation friendly you get to the occurrences of something that's highlighted on the page that we may not see or wouldn't know to look for you can hit the letter Y as in yesterday that sounds good so Mike how's, how's your sleep thing going is it doing okay still yeah, it's just a challenge being non-24 because I either need to sleep twice a day because it, it, it can't fix that. I mean, I'm, I'm more rested, I guess, but, you know, still when you're tired, you're tired. And so it's just getting used to that. And I don't really like the particular mask that I have, but my I've been delayed a little bit to go back and see the doctor to the 27th of October. So, yeah, but so it, it's working. It's getting better. My blood pressure is lower because I'm getting more oxygen when I sleep. So it's it's working out, but it is really an adjustment. I see why a lot of people give up on it, especially if you don't. Again, you have to advocate for yourself, and you got to communicate with your the your home medical supply company that you're dealing with, or or contact your you know the place where you done your sleep labs. You have them tweak the machine. So it's you know it's always advocacy. Always, always, always one hundred percent. I talked about these to everyone this morning. You got to advocate starting right at that doctor's office, and not always with your doctor, but you got to start it with the nurse's aide, the nurse, the physician's assistant. You've got to advocate all the way up from the food chain, from at the drugstore, like Michael said. The whatever, because a lot of the folks will assume you can't do anything. So that's that is a big thing. And I see we got one more hand raised. Yes, it's uh, this is number four for Bill. <laughs> oh. And then I have a question for Mike. Would you want to do the question first and then get to Bill? I can. Why don't we do that first? Hold on a second, Bill. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I-, I was wondering if Mike had heard any. Thing about voiceover focus issues with the new update to iOS 16. Uh, no, not not particularly. What is it not doing? What what I'm finding is there's something new they've added. I got to research. It's called a speak bar, and it gets right in the way of your apps. And I've got to I had that out. before, and there's a way to get rid of it, and I just don't know how to do that. I haven't had it, but I, I know it, it happened even in iPhone 15 iOS 15 as well. I don't remember seeing it in the betas, and all of a sudden when I got 16, it, it's there, and i got to go figure out how to turn it off. I don't know what it's supposed to do. Is it something for Siri? But I haven't seen that one, but what it's doing is on my phone, not Dave's, and we have the same model, you go into messages or settings or mail, and you tap on something once you get in there, and it doesn't open, and it happens in a lot of apps. And you have to turn voiceover off, touch somewhere on the screen, turn voiceover on again and most of the time it's fine i called apple last week and we screen shared and they say it appears to be a voiceover a focus issue there is something like that uh, and i had a problem and i don't know how to, I, I i didn't fix it i don't know how to fix it. 
I would go to a mail, uh, you know, read my mail, and I'd save. I, I save messages that I haven't read, you know, or that I, even that I have read. And even though I I closed out mail, it would go back to the same message that I had read rather than getting me to the beginning of where the new mail is, and it shouldn't be doing that, but it's doing that in iOS 16 occasionally. Or if there's a mail with an attachment. Now, this is another one that you can't find on, on iOS that they screwed somewhere up on 15, and they still haven't fixed it on 16. And when I get my utility bill, now, I don't need it because I do it on the web, so it doesn't really matter, and they tell me in the main text, but you can actually look at the bill through a PDF attachment on the, on, on, on the, uh, in the mail, but you cannot find a way to open that PDF attachment on your iPhone, yet I can do it on my regular computer, and I have no idea how to do that. Have you ever had a problem with that, Mike? Well, I've seen right, where you maybe swipe to the next option, but then when you act on it, it was the previous option, so you either accidentally delete an email message or you accidentally call someone you didn't mean to because you're either just trying to delete you know the call, but then it actually calls them. So I had that happen to me. I was, I was and, and th- th- you're right about that because it happened to me. And Doug said, "Why did you call me?" I said, "I didn't call you, but I, but I, but I guess it had lost some focus somehow." And it, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, and there, and there, there definitely is a bug. They got this new copy paste feature, which is really cool. But it's it's prompting people every time. Every time you do it, do you want to do this? Well, yeah, that's what I said I wanted to do. I want to copy and paste this. Uh, so they recognize that as a bug. It's not on all phones. And that's the challenge is that, you know, some things that those of us have an SE, others won't. Some things will only be seen on the Pro or 10 or 11. So it's that's always a or challenge. Or some of the too. same models and not others. I think I was the first one to report this, according to the guy. Right. Oh, I, I think you know, even before iOS 16, sometimes on DoorDash or something, when you would select something to add from a menu to add, it would add the one before it. So yeah. you have to go and check and make sure that it actually right. put in there what you wanted. I'm wondering where all these uh, these testers that are doing all these things before they put the bugs out. Evidently, we need some new. Uh, well, part of the problem is that they're trying to compete with Android and 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 the competition, and, and they just put things out much more quickly than they used to, and that that seems to be the biggest issue. But if well, but if they have beta testers, the beta testers must not be very strong users because it seems like they would have found it unless they broke it when they finalized it. That's but, true, but then we have this situation where Dave and I both have 12s, and they're acting very differently. Because the, the slight the slight differences in each phone, I don't, I don't I, I've seen it all the time. It happens. That on, and here's the other thing is they look for numbers, right? So even if one person, you, you could have one great person that goes and finds every single bug, but if they're the only one, they they consider it's either small in comparison to other issues, uh, you know, so. They were already at a disadvantage when we report these bugs because there's other greater numbers. Well, here, That's the other true. Thing, we the called other thing, the other day about something else, and the, we happened to mention the voiceover focus problem, and the guy looked, and there were reports of it, and he said by then there were reports of it. This was a couple days after. But he said, you know, I'm going to vote on that. I'm going to vote yes that they look into that because he said the more votes they get, <laughs> and, and part of the other problem is the developers. Well, no, Chris, maybe you should tell Mike about the Ring app on your iPhone because that's a that's a, that's a developer issue. Yeah, well, that's yeah, a, that's a big problem. Well, it's the Amazon apps are going know. downhill. Uh, they really sure bad. are. There, there's a lot of problems. Some of them are getting unusable. 
in certain... Well, this practically is. We cannot... I mean, we get the notifications, but we cannot choose a video to watch. All we get is more options, which takes you to share and all that. Apparently, to the left of every no option, I mean, every options button, there is a date and time, and you can tap on that and watch the video. We cannot get... Either we can't get to that part of the screen, or we can't find it. I mean, it's just not... It's it's nothing. It's like it's blank. Well, yeah, the, other, the other app that's broken is Facebook. Every time I, it, it'll say, Facebook, you have a new notification. But it wouldn't mm. read the notification and tell you what it is. It doesn't tell you that anymore. And that all happened ever since iOS 16. So, the, Bill, does that sound like we're really complaining too much, maybe? Well, you know, it happens, uh, Bill, and then we've got uh, Don from California coming in. Oh, real. Well, go, go, go ahead, Bill. Real go. Quick. Yeah, real quick. I, I heard, too, a uh, guy uh, the other day, there you have a tech guy on one of the stages here, and I catch him in the morning usually, and he was saying the iOS 16, or the, the 16 on iOS, for some reason, a lot of people's phones, it starts vibrating just out of nowhere. And they can't get unless they shut the phone all the way off and restart it. Just in the middle of nowhere, it gets vibrates. If you got it laying on the table or something, it really makes a lot of racket. They say. And since they put 16 out, they said. Well, I know there's a bug. Too. There's a bug bill in the camera app on the iOS 16, and that they definitely know about that. And uh, there are there are already two betas out there that they, that, that they haven't updated them to uh, to let us to fix the problem. But they are working on at least uh, a bunch of issues right now. We know that already. Hey, can I ask? Can I can I ask Mike a question? No, no, you have to pay twenty bucks. No, go ahead, go ahead, Bill. <laughs> Mike, you mentioned tw- non twenty four. Do you have non twenty four? I've always heard that thing and never talked to anybody what it is. How does it work? What does it do? <laughs> okay, well, non twenty four basically means that your body. Your sleep-wake cycle is a little bit more or less than 24 hours a day. It's usually a little bit more. It could be 12 minutes or 24 minutes. So I think mine's about 24 minutes. So if the average day is 24 hours and 24 minutes, then it takes my body about 60 days to get back in swing. So theoretically, you know, if you could go to bed at midnight and get up at 7 and the next day go to bed at 1224 and get up at 724 and live that way, uh, you might be able to, but even that's not perfectly consistent but that's what it is it's it's predominant in blind folks although it's not exclusive some sighted people have it but uh it's just your body's inability to use that sunlight to reset yourself in the morning now in the case of some blind folks it's just because maybe they live uh you know keep their shades down or curtains closed and just don't get the necessary sunlight or not getting out enough uh but but it is a it is a common problem, and uh, there was a lot of research done in the past over at the Brigham and Women's Hospital in Harvard, in Boston, and I went there quite a few times. Actually, they were paid studies. Actually, probably the most money I ever made in a month. I got eighty six hundred dollars for thirty three days. But you stay in the room the whole time, and you got an IV hooked up to you, and a rectal thermometer, and just good times. And you got to stay awake a couple times, like forty to forty eight hours, in bed. So. It's not a lot of fun, but um, you do get to read, just, but you can't have any time cues of any sort. So, No radio. No radio. Oh, no, no, not at all. But actually, I showed him because um, you'll love this, Jeff. Somehow, 
Kiss 108, whatever it was, 107.9, the top 40 station, and the classic rock station 100.7 would come in if you'd stretch out. They gave me, like, these speakers to use. Uh, and if you'd stretch it out, you could actually pick up the RF from the radio stations in Boston. <laughs> so I, I let them know because I go, I don't know what time it is, but I heard Aerosmith's coming, playing concert tonight, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, because, I, 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 you know, I used to, they used to advertise it for, all, for a while. It used to be on TV all the time. You know, nine twenty-four, blah blah blah. You know, mainly. Well, that's that band of pharmaceuticals. Plant. It's still out yeah. there. It was, it was, it was but a the, pharmaceutical but, thing. But, but the problem was, with that know? bill, the problem with that medication, not only is it very expensive, it's seven hundred and twenty dollars per day. That's twenty-six, twenty-one thousand six hundred dollars per month. Oh, but yeah, the right, two people right. that I know who took it actually had. I would call much worse side effects than than being non twenty four. One person with narcolepsy and falls asleep talking to you, and the other person had severe, extreme nightmares. So maybe it works for some folks, but it's very expensive. Has to be shipped to you on dry Which ice. Which one was and, mine? You remember mine? I took. Yeah, it? Bill was a narcolepsy. He would ask me a question and fall asleep as I was answering it. And I said, "Man, you got to get off that. You got to." Yeah, it was it was a real nightmare. And be careful at the doctor's office. I found this out. My doctor wrote in my chart. I read it on there. He's a long-term non-20, and, you know, he takes, what is it? I take the Zopidin or the derivative of, of Ambien to help me get regulated. He's hooked on Ambien or whatever because he's non-24-7. And I went off the Ambien for over a year. So, but you've got to be careful what the doctor's office will say about you about that but my doctor told me about it and he said it's no big deal that's what you take that's what we got to do to get you to a normal productive life then i'm willing to do that and see, that's what my doctor did she said i don't trust this this uh Hetlios or whatever it's called the non-24 stuff. She said it's unproven, and so she put me on Ambien, and Ambien's, they say addictive because it is. You're only supposed to take it for a very short period of time, and boy, that had its own issues. Did I mean, you, you can do things in your sleep and not remember it, or you, you, you're kind of verbally, you kind of be insulting, very short okay. with people, and I had trouble at work with that, so I had to cut, it, cut that out. Yeah, well, what about, go, oh, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. Uh, okay, if if you're if you're non twenty four, which I don't have, but I just, when you mentioned it, Mike, I figured I'd say somebody here going to ask him the question. Uh, I don't under to me, I don't understand because even if you're in a if you're totally blind, you're in a in a room, you got the shades drawn, which you know don't make a difference anyway. But I often thought if if you know the sun comes up at six, we'll say in the summertime, or you know we'll just get six o'clock on average time. And you know it gets dark at eight or eight thirty. I mean, I don't understand because they say they can't do, tell the difference between day and day it and It has night. to do with the way the rods and cones in your eyes work, and they send chemicals to your brain that helps keep your clock on time. So that's why some blind people don't have it even though they never had sight. If if that part of your optic nerve works, your brain still gets that information and keeps it like, I don't have that problem, but my optic nerve still works because I could see light and dark at one time, so my right. 
rods and cones are still sending the yep. information to my brain that it yep. needs to get. The same thing with me, Bill. I don't think I have it. I mean, how do I know if I have it? Let me ask you a question, Mike. I go to bed every night at either 10 or 10.30, and I'm up at about 2.30 or 3 in the morning. Uh, but that's every night, and I've done that for the whole, for my whole life pretty much. So, Well, you may uh, have it, may not. I don't know. But what is the doctor told me? Up to 70% of blind people have that. And it, it's a serious thing, and it can be very debilitating. So yeah, I don't believe, take it lightly. I believe it's one of the main reasons you have a higher unemployment rate. Now, of course, some of that is because a lot of people lose their sight later in life and they just right. don't work after right. that but i also think this just on 24 the sleep issues i think are a lot of it it's not that well, they don't want to but they're just you're just drained and if you don't have and some of it you can control just by making yourself do things and having a normal schedule and getting up the same time every day and forcing it but there's but it doesn't always work right there's a week or two out of the two months bill when i'm almost debilitated i'm just tired all the time right. I, I don't know how to explain it it's I'm not sure. that we know when the sun begins and ends and you know, and, and having the dog, I'm, I'm going outside more and getting more sun, but it still doesn't sway it. And, of course, some say that it's actually, they found that that the actual sensors are in the knees, which is strange. But some people can use a light and shine it on their legs in the morning time, uh, either maybe while they're exercising or put it underneath their kitchen table while they're having breakfast or coffee or listening to sports or whatever. And it works for some people, so... But it does happen. It just, it just, it just when you mentioned it, and I said, well, you're the, you're the first person that I know that really mentioned that they had it, or they, and I so figured you about they had it because you mentioned it. A lot of people problem. probably don't I mean, know that they have it, but... Does I'm going out in the morning sun help you, Mike? Yes, it would. If, yeah, someone like yourself that has still has the working rods and cones, yes, it would. Or if you have a sunroom... You know, making sure you, you take advantage of that morning sunlight at the beginning of the day or going outside, got a picnic table, whatever, got porch swing, whatever. Yes, if, if some people, that little gesture, also they say maybe if you're going to exercise, do that kind of in the morning. But, yes, if you uh, want to try to, you know, normalize that, the best thing you can do is go out and get you some morning sun. Yeah, and you do have that in Florida, Jennifer, because you've got the lanai out there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah I think it's... I would, it's I it's, I'm just it's curious, real. you know, I've I, I really lost, well, I can say lost, lost on, my sight within the last four years. Hold on a second, Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Well, I'm just going to say, it's really amazing how the brain works, because one of the problems that I, well, it's not a problem, because I figured out how to solve it, but if, if it's dark outside... Because I did have sight before. 1041. Um, and if it's dark outside, if I picture it to be light outside, I don't have a problem. But the second I picture it to be dark outside, that's bad news. Well, you're yeah. talking about mobility yeah. kind of mm-hmm. orientation it, issues. It, it's really right. weird. We've got Don waiting. He's been waiting for a long time. Oh, his hand's not raised. He's come in twice. I thought he maybe wanted to talk. Yeah, hi, Bill. Uh, Yeah, we were just, uh, you know, sitting here on the side listening to all this great uh, conversation here. And I I do want to thank thank Bill, uh, you, Bill, and everybody for kind of allowing us to be part of your group here. Uh, now, uh, speaking about what, we, what we're talking about now, uh, Sandy here, of course, I've always been partially sighted, 
And but uh, Sandy's never been able to see, even you know, from her earliest days. And I was wondering how she deals with this twenty-four thing. I haven't asked her too much about it. Well, so, so first, does she does she have it? Because some blind people don't. I mean, some people wake up and go to bed about the same time every day and night. Uh, I did for the first part of my life, but then I had my eyes removed at the age of 38. That's why some doctors don't want to wow. remove your eyes. See, and that's why my doctor wouldn't do it when I talked to him about getting prosthetics. He said as long as they can use shells that cover the eyes you have, I'll, you know, I'll go along with it. But he said if they have to remove your eyes, no. So I guess uh, what... Sandy, are you there? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm here. Okay. I, I don't have any sight. I don't even have light or anything. And so when I was when I was small I could see I could see light but no color, just just glare like sunshine. But when, when I got older that went away. So I I have no sight. Let's How does it affect your sleep, Sandy? Uh, I can't tell the difference. Okay, well, I let me... pretty much go to sleep. Uh, the regular time every night. Okay, well, you don't have it then. You're one of the one in three that that doesn't have an issue. That's great, because the symptoms are... This will help answer people listening... That you'll have a period of time, maybe a week or two or so, that you'll just do great. You'll be able to go to bed and get up exactly when you want. And then you kind of start drifting out of phase or you notice you start going to bed a little later and getting up a little later. Or what's worse is what happens is you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep and you're awake for three, four or five hours. And then you know you can go back to sleep later in the morning. And then you get to where you get really sleepy in the midday you know, or in the afternoon or you want to go to bed at four or five o'clock at night. That's because your cycle at that point you know, would, would like you to sleep from four to midnight so that's how you know is that difficulty sleeping a lot of people a lot of doctors it gets misdiagnosed as just insomnia and that's not exactly true i mean or mental health issues stress they call it mental health i was sent to a psychiatrist because they thought it was a mental health issue and it turned out not to be yeah that happens a lot with vets who lose their sight in military service and they get diagnosed with that and uh, they call it well, it's just insomnia you know it's just stress from your military service and it's not you know they lost their vision and they're so yeah it, it's a real problem i think it has a great cost to society i wish we had more remedies for it something that was affordable and actually worked because i'm not convinced that this non-24 hetlio stuff oh actually. no i you know that did not work for me i used to see daylight i could see sun but then that went away. So but at least you don't I have totally it. Totally. Right, but see that? But see, even though you lost your light perception like I did, uh, your eyes, they still, that part of your brain still communicates. What you have, there's, there's three different chemicals our body puts out without getting too technical, but... Uh, but it's the uh, melatonin. You've heard of actually melatonin pills, and some people can take that, and it works for them. But that's your body starts producing more melatonin, and that makes you sleepy, and you want to go to sleep. And then that, you have uh, the, Jonathan Mosen talks about that all the time, Mike. The cortisol and serotonin, and serotonin—that's what uh, 
kind of get you up in the morning, get you active, you start doing things, you just got to work, clean your house, whatever, it's all serotonin. And um, so that's that's why that melatonin works for some people, just to take the, it doesn't work for me. It might work one night, and then it just doesn't do anything anymore. But some people can take a nightly dose of, of melatonin, five milligrams. You don't want to take too much, because then you would be sleepy, but... Uh, that works for some folks. I think Bill may have used that before, but it doesn't really work yeah, for me. Yeah. What I'm taking right now is the only thing that will keep me on a halfway decent schedule. And then there's nights that he doesn't sleep even taking that. And yeah. I thought you'd always have to go to sleep if you took a sleeping pill. No. No. What, what, what are you taking choice? now, if you don't mind mentioning Bill? what is? I'm taking... Uh, Zolpidin, which is a oh, derivative of Ambien. I didn't like the derivative. I mean, Ambien worked that, whatever it's called. Uh, I didn't that find works, it to be as accurate. Try it, like, right. Try I think they have dead doctor. pills. Some nights it works and some nights it doesn't. I thought, man, they got a lot of. I think I, they mix in placebos or something because like some nights agree it just doesn't work. There. Yeah, I will agree with you there. And you have to take it about a half hour. Or 45 minutes before you go to the bed. So I try to take it before I take my shower. The doctor was worried it would have an effect right away on me, but it doesn't. The other thing, you're really not supposed to eat like three or four hours before you take it. So yeah, if you eat too soon, then that will mess it up, its effect, too. <clears throat> so there's a lot of things. So, But at least he doesn't do the crazy things. We have a friend, she's taking it and ordered ordered tablets that she didn't know she bought until she saw it on her computer the next day and printers and <laughs> that's uh, and what about people who, who get up in the middle of the night because they're on Ambien and they don't know that they've, they've taken their car out for a ride or they've been walking around the neighborhood and stuff like no, that no that's not I don't have that as an issue but and most well, people scary. don't but yeah Bill yeah, well no one he does a show on the legend at 2 in the morning and doesn't remember really? yeah that's true <laughs> Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? Well, Thank you very much, Don and Sandy. I could do Thank, you Thank you, Don. I could do a show at, at 9 o'clock, and they, I don't remember. Okay. They don't remember. Um, now, <laughs> we've been drinking some cherry juice and um, some tart cherry juice, and, and my gentleman friend said now he can sleep through the night and not have to get up. By doing that. Really? I've heard it works for gout, and I took it when I had gout in my toe. Gout. Oh, there's nothing more yeah. painful than toe gout. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll try that, Julie. It's not my favorite drink, but if tart cherry juice will help you sleep, then I will give it a shot. Well, actually, he mixes mixes it with a little black cherry juice because he doesn't like it. He, The tart is a little too much for him, too. I'll tell you, why don't you mix it with a little vodka, Mike? You know, it'll make you feel great, too. Just one margarita at night will help you sleep, too, Mike. Gin and tonic, that's that's Jeff. But <laughs> yeah, right. Black cherry juice, yeah. But it um, it would probably be good for you. What if you're... Would it drive up your blood sugar, Julie? I, you know, I don't know how much sugar is in the tart cherry. Um, now... A, a guy here had gout, and he didn't think he wanted to try the tart cherry, so he tried the black cherry, and that did seem, I guess, to help his gout. And he didn't say that it raised his blood sugar tremendously, but I'd certainly look at the sugar, if, if there's anything that tells the sugar content on it, which I don't think Ralph has found anything that says that. Um, but you might just want to want to look at that. It does. 
Now, the tart cherry does not always help me to go to sleep, but it does sometimes help me to feel more calm. Now, Jenny... Valerian root, too, is supposed to help you feel calm. And Jenny used relax. to try, take sleepy time tea. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had that. Is, does it have, like, chamomile or something in it, or is it something else? It's got chamomile in it. And yeah. I think there's something else in it, too, because they've got an extra strength one you can buy. I see. Yeah. And it actually, it doesn't, it's not like a drug where you, but it does, like, relax you and make you feel sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, but I have sensations in my feet that keep me awake a lot. There's a lot of other little factors that'll keep you awake, too. Oh, yeah. A lot of things. Yeah, stress. Have you had anxiety over anything? Uh, yep. I had a, I, I had a friend of mine who had a thing called restless leg syndrome. It's called RLS. And, yes. And that would keep that would keep this person awake at one time. Julie, you know what, I, what's interesting, I think, is you got two you got two types. Some people, you know, they need it absolutely quiet, and some folks actually need a little bit of noise. Or, you know, right, read a book. They'll or watch something. TV or read a book or whatever. And that book could put you right to sleep. Now, some folks, that TV could actually cause you. You know, if you have some eyesight, it could actually cause you more issues trying to sleep because of the light from the TV. But, uh, yeah, if you can... I, I, do that I just can't sleep. I'm restless, and I'll put on a podcast, and I'm out in under five minutes because I just needed something to take my mind away from whatever I was thinking about that kept me awake. I fall asleep listening to the radio or listening to an is internet it, radio station. Is it because the buzz... Do, you, do your ears buzz, Mike? Is, do you hear them more at night or something when you try I, to sleep? I, you know, I had thought about that, but I do have more tinnitus now, especially my left ear, and it's a little bit better using the sleep machine. But, uh, but yeah, if you can cut back your caffeine, that'll reduce the tinnitus as well. But yeah, I suppose sometimes, yeah, just that constant ringing, uh, it, it does get kind of annoying. We hear you. So I know sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, I have a hard time getting back to sleep because what's louder without my hearing aids in for sure? Yeah, yeah. No, hearing aids can cancel that out, right? They're they're designed to cancel that noise out. They cancel a lot of it out. That's right. G uh, Dick, can you unmute yourself, please? Uh, you always come in at the last minute, but come on in, Dick. Hi, hi, guys and ladies. Um, you know, I found that uh, I heard. I think Dr. Joy Brown suggested this. Um, if I if I wake up in the middle of the night and can't get back to sleep, I start counting backwards from a thousand. That usually oh. does the trick. Kind of like counting sheep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, luckily I don't have that problem with the 924. I've heard, I know people who have, though. And, uh, and Bill and Mary was wondering, how much coffee do you drink a day? Um, I drink one cup a day. Oh, no, she, Mary's not married, but would worry about me because I drink three to four cups a day. Sometimes. Yeah, another thing, you want to quit caffeine at least five hours before bedtime. Oh, yeah, well, this is in the early morning. Right, but I'm just saying, you know, a lot causes a lot of people sleep issues, and if they can just cut back, reduce their caffeine, or, or have it first thing in the morning like you, Bill, that can sometimes make all the difference for some people to, to have normal sleep. Oh, can I change the subject real quickly for a minute, go back to the just audio description? Um, I know in Milwaukee here, they will not, they just don't do it. Um, oh, they forget about the engineer forgets, or, oh, we got some complaints because people, uh, uh, they, things get recorded in Spanish, and, and they just don't do it. 
And I'm always wondering, you know, I talked to Chris about this, your guy in uh, Boston there, uh, Bill. I don't understand why WGBH can't um, live stream on their site the um, like American Experience because the site people aren't going to listen to it because they want to see it and it won't be seen and we can get the audio description that way. I don't know why. That's that- a right. Uh, that that is a rights issue uh, produced by the publishers of that particular program. So that that has nothing to do with GBH. It's the restrictions that they're under. For example, let's say. Uh, let's say they they were doing the Boston Philharmonic. I'm I'm not saying that they do this because they don't, but I'll use this as an example. Or the Boston Pops. Um, the, if if the company that runs those two different organizations uh, prevents you from live streaming, that's in the contract that that's available from that particular uh, service. So some things are live streamed and sometimes they're not. So example uh, on ninety three point one Jack FM in Los Angeles, California. That's KCBS FM. They, they they actually do the play-by-play of the Los Angeles Rams, but they can't put that on the Internet, so on the Internet stream, they just continue playing that radio station. It's a rights issue, Bill. That's it. Well, I just don't wonder why they can't go to the uh, producers. The, because the producers yeah, aren't going to make the exception, they, and legally they don't have to. I understand they don't have to, but it would seem to me that they would... Uh, they should Milwaukee's them. definitely in the top 70, so... Oh, oh that the 70 now? That. Yeah, that's... That has to do with the size of your market, too, where it's mandated and not. And right. Uh, but you're right. You, sometimes you're competing it. with Spanish. I don't care what network you're watching. Sometimes it's, you know, we have the DBS on, all of a sudden we'll have a show in Spanish. That, that happens a lot, especially on... Uh, well, I was watching Mike and Molly. I happen to like that show. I don't know why I like that show, but I do. It, it's because they're, like, they're crazy. And I, I wanted to see what the DBS was like. And what was it in? German. <laughs> Yeah, both my cup of time. Yeah. Ah. Hey, everybody. Dick, it's oh, always Dick great. You're always great. Thanks, Dick. Yeah. 10.56, Bill. Just give and me a time, man. We got a recipe, don't we? Oh, I don't know. Chris was looking for one. Chris, do you have a recipe today? Yes, we have a recipe. It's hamburger casserole. One and a half pounds of ground beef. One medium onion, minced or chopped finely. One can of Rotel. Two cans cream and mushroom soup. One cup of milk. One package of Doritos, or you could use Fritos in about six ounces, or you can use more if you want. It doesn't really matter. Eight hour, eight. I mean, eight ounces of American cheese slices, which that's optional. Chili powder, garlic powder, salt, and pepper to taste. You're going to spray a three or four quart casserole or a nine by thirteen. Brown your meat and your onion in skillet till it's done. You know, and drain it. Pour chips in sprayed casserole dish. And if you buy the big ones, I would suggest that you crush them just a tiny bit. They don't need to be real small. Layer meat and cream of mushroom soup on the chips. Sprinkle with your spices, whatever you choose to use. Break up the cheese slices and place on top if you want those. Pour undrained Rotel mixture over the cheese slices and pour the milk over that. And you're just going to bake it in a preheated oven for 400 at 425 degrees 
or rather 400 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes or until everything is bubbly. That sounds pretty good too. Sounds good to me. But sounds good to me, good. Chris. To me, the cheese is non-negotiable. Must be there. But yeah, if you don't <laughs> like cheese, I guess you could take. Oh, that. you're not. You're not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Must be there. Well, we thank everybody for uh, participating today, and it's really been a good experience and wide range of topics. And people are very passionate, and that's the way it should be. So I think it's about about Tim time almost here within a few seconds. I don't want to get accused of running over here, Tim. <laughs> I'm sorry. So <laughs> I would never do that, Bill. Uh, right. Maybe by the time you're up tomorrow, we'll have a new server. How about that? We're on yeah, the uh, like we're on the right track. We need to have that done for tomorrow afternoon. Okay, there we go. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, everyone. No problem. Have and a good one, guys. Jeff. Bye.